I'm Claire Fallon. And I'm Emma Gray. And this is Love to See It, an obsessively detailed recap podcast about reality dating shows like The Bachelor and other pop culture that makes us laugh, cry, and curse the patriarchy. We can't live with these shows and we can't live without them, but we can break down every juicy moment and unpack all the weird messages these shows send us about love, sex, and dating. Welcome to Love to See It, a podcast about poop babies and pigeon meat. But at least it's our poop babies and our pigeon meat. Wow, that's that's beautiful, Lee. I'm really I'm really moved. Today we are joined by BFF of the pod, actor Aaron Dark, to dig into week three of Bachelor in Paradise. Aaron, welcome back. You've been missed. Thank you so much for having me. I have missed this. <laughs> Nothing to cheer you up like a little Bachelor in Paradise recap. It's true. And I mean, I, I've been watching alone, and so it's really nice to get to talk to some people about <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, you're like, um, this is isolated. Yeah, looking around. <laughs> Need discussion. But there's just a lot. Like, ordinarily, when a poop baby came up, I'd be like, how can I not talk to anyone about the poop baby? <laughs> yeah, you're like, um, a poop baby was just discussed <laughs> so much. I have not heard the word poop said so much on a television show in a long time. Mm -hmm. And there's something beautiful about that. Um, Also, just a reminder before we get into the recap that I am covering Love is Blind season five over on our Substack podcast, Rich Text. So you can subscribe and hear all of those recaps at claireandemma.substack.com. Okay, guys, let's Let's fucking do this. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, we start off with another morning in paradise. Deodorant is going on, makeup is being applied, and Sean knows that he smells good. Although (laughs) the Bachelor producers think otherwise, and I love this is another (laughs) moment where they just like, Shade, Sean, Sean. (laughs) I think the the work that has been done in post with the Chirons and with the little asterisks, Mm -hmm. it's art. Yep, top notch. They're on top of their game this season. I've, it just properly sets the tone of all of these conflicts as like, this is low stakes. We're here to have fun. This is a kind of a joke. I think it's what makes Paradise the best. Right. Mm-hmm. But it, we kind of lost that last season. So every yes. time it happens yeah. this season, I'm like, okay, thank you. Thank you. Return to form. Yeah. This is we're, what we want. We're here yeah, for we the want fun. 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 It was, last season was rough. I felt it was like not fun. I felt emotionally terrorized. Yes. Same. And I think so did everyone in the cast. <laughs> <laughs> but some of them are back, which I'm still confused. Why would you come back, Eliza? Some but producer promised them you can date the person that you want to date. I'm mm-hmm. like no one else. We won't They know you. that it can work, Lee. <laughs> I know this process works. Trust the process. <laughs> but Kat is sad. Uh, none of the boys are working out on the beach this morning. I guess she, like, overlooks the balcony and watches them all on the sand doing push-ups with each other. Uh, but she thinks maybe they're stressed because the power is out of their hands this week. The women have the roses. 
And Aaron, yeah, Aaron B even admits he's like physically like, oh, I feel the power leaving my body. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to matriarchy. (laughs) Uh, Everybody's pretty confident in their relationships, especially Brayden and Will. Uh, Which? Which we we know that that's going to turn out great. Whenever you see someone being like really overconfident early on in an episode, you know. Someone is coming down to fuck up their relationships. (laughs) I also have to say, Will felt overconfident for, like, how long that relationship had been a relationship. Yeah, about seven hours. hours. (laughs) Yeah, like, that... That felt like a bit much to me for, like... Like, you were obsessed with someone else, like, one day ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, calm down. Calm down a little bit. (laughs) And someone else before her. It was Olivia, then Kylie, then Mercedes. But he's just... Whatever woman will accept him, he's all in. (laughs) Will falls hard. Will falls hard. I do like Will, though. I feel bad for him. Poor guy. Me too. He might... I wonder if he's just going to exit the beach at this point, even before the rose ceremony. I kind of think that's where things might be heading for Will. But Aaron S. gives us a little recap of all the couples with... He's chatting with Sean, and he injects some color commentary. He's like, Pete and Olivia, that's surface-level bullshit. (laughs) Aaron B. and Eliza, they're leaving paradise together. And then he looks over at Brayden and Kat, and he's like, yeah, I mean, I think they're pretty strong. Yeah. And so does Brayden. So does Brayden, yeah. again, vocally overconfident. <laughs> He's like, she's fun and quirky and goofy. I'm so into her. I haven't felt like this in so long, especially so fast. I'm falling for her. And I'm like, okay. So which hottie is about <laughs> to arrive and immediately turn her head? Yeah, that hottie is Tanner. Yeah. Tanner's here. Uh, he's 30. He's Kat's number one choice uh, to come this, down the beach. This number one thing is fascinating to me. There is a lot of talk in, mm-hmm. in in this season and this episode, but it's like at some point in Paradise, there's been a shift from like, I'm going to go down and mingle and meet new people to I have an itemized list of the people <laughs> that I want to yeah. meet and they're all numbered and I am just like waiting for that person to come. And they're being so overt about it. Like, so I, overt look, about it. Every t- forever since this show was created, they have had each cast member has had to give a list of like I think three people to production of who what? they'd like to see. Yeah. See, this is news. No one tells you this as a viewer. Yeah. Well, yeah, that that's how they produce it. That's how they know how to strategically I mean, yeah, send people right. in. You know, it makes sense. And also, they want to cast people that mostly have a chance of actually interesting someone. So yeah. right. So that's so that is how they cast. That makes sense, but it's a big shift to just be like, well, this person was my number one. That was my number two. That was my number three. I'm waiting for my number one. Yes. Oh, we share the same number one. Like they never used to. <laughs> it's yeah. The, talk about it that overtly. They're so transparent yeah. this season with like we gave a list to the producers. This is my list. All of you at home listening and watching. And, and all right, three of them are going to come down at some point. <laughs> and there's something limiting about it. Because if you're so in your head of, like, this is who I need to date, then you're yeah, not open to other people. Like, well, and there are going to be people coming down like Blake, I'm sure, was on no one's list because no one thought he would be back again. Exactly. And so, like, you, like, I don't know. It just feels a little bit more like we're watching preordained setups mm-hmm. than, like, yes. watching a group of people get to know each other and see if there's chemistry. 
A hundred percent. That's that is exactly the feeling. But people are very excited to see Tanner come down. I guess he was on a lot of lists. We have a <laughs> sure. clip of some of this reaction. Oh hi. Oh hey. How are you? Who are you? Oh man. I would be nervous if I was the men. They keep getting better and better. I'm like, okay. Olivia's just Olivia. out here being like, get me away from Pilot Pete. Anyone, <laughs> anyone. I don't I will take her. any guy who comes down the stairs. <laughs> Olivia's really there for the color commentary. They're like, we have to keep her around. Yes. She's, she's her good and Sean television. are just here for, yeah. Sean says Tanner's uh, entrance into paradise is so hot. The guys are in trouble. We're fucked is basically what he said. I always find it kind of charming when the men are like, wow, my friend... He's so handsome. (laughs) He smells so good. (laughs) I guess I, Tanner was one, like not, not knowing who any of these people are. Everyone getting like that excited about Tanner. He seemed fine. He's quiet. He's boring. He's boring. I think he's mysterious to the girls maybe because he wasn't as present on charity season um, than some of the other guys, but. I don't yeah. know. There's something about tell, Tanner. There's something about Did we him. tell everyone listening that you are a devoted Paradise Watcher, Aaron, but you have not seen the last couple no, seasons I've, so, of Bachelor, yeah, so Bachelorette? I've, I've fallen off Bachelor, Bachelorette. So I haven't, I haven't watched, I think, the last three or four seasons of Bachelor, Bachelorette. Was but it, you have watched Paradise. But I watched Paradise. And so I don't know who... 85% of these people are. But I love that. That's so much more fun. You're just <laughs> yeah. like, who are these people? When we yeah. talked about you coming back on, you were like, oh, I don't know. It's going to be, I'm not going to know who these people are. And I think that's a plus because we just get your opinion based only on how they are acting on the beach. So I, I'm i excited for that. And I think what you're picking up about Tanner is true to an extent. Like he mm-hmm. did, he was popular among viewers on charity season, but he really did not make such a big impression. He's, but I think that often that kind of person can do really well on Paradise because so many of the women are like, this guy seems nice and approachable hot. Mm -hmm. Right. And Kat and Jess, yeah, are feeling just that. They're so smiling and giddy. Kat's like, I'm shaking. My body is shaking. Um, and Tanner <laughs> reads his date card, which says, love is a wild ride. <laughs> I the, It feels like the date cards have gotten lazier. Maybe so boring, it's just right? me. No, yes, <laughs> they've gotten so much lazier. They're just like, take a chance on love. Yeah. Love is deep like the water. <laughs> find find <laughs> like, your match. Plus, I'm like, love like, is a wild ride, too. Like, they went horseback riding through, like, very shallow It's not water. that wild. It also, was not wild. Through, but through the whole episode, that horseback ride was talked about like it was some sort of grand adventure that they went on. I know. I know. I love it. Like okay, so before yeah. we get to the actual date, Jess and Kat both chat with Tanner. Jess is clearly so nervous. Mm-hmm. I heard she keeps telling everyone that she was bloated and so she wore a one piece. (laughs) That made me, it was so charming and also it made me sad. I I was like, okay, first of all, why do we need to qualify our one piece usage? I love a one piece. It was a beautiful suit. She looked amazing. She looked amazing and it was still like a barely there bathing suit. Like, yes, very low cut. Very Um, high cut. Very high cut on the butt. (laughs) Yeah. And if that's what you look like bloated, 
What an amazing world right, for you, Jess. Yes. God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> I, it was just like made me so sad. I was like, oh no, the the amount of insecurity. Like, I know. Jess, the fact it's that it was okay. like it was like the first thing she said to like both guys in the episode. I was like, oh no. I know, I know Tanner's like, wow, you look beautiful. I love your blue suit. And she's like, well, yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm wearing <laughs> yeah. a one piece. Yeah. I should have exposed more of my torso to you, but I was bloated. And he was like, like, what? What? And she's like, I was bloated. That's why I wore this. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, oh, Jess, sweet oh, Jess. Jess. Um, she is nervous. <sighs> she's very nervous. Um, she tells him she's been with Blake, and he's a great guy, but she's excited about meeting Tanner. He tells her he was excited, too. Again, that blue one piece looks so great on you. They talk um, about swimming in the ocean. It's very cute. Very A little awkward, though. Definitely. Like, I thought yeah. it was really awkward. I thought it was like... Tanner was clearly trying to start some banter and Jess was so nervous mm-hmm. that they just couldn't get into the flow of conversation. Which I guess works in Blake's favor because he does not want the girl he's been seeing to go on a date with Tanner. No, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Brayden is telling Aaron S that he's just ready to plan a date for him and Kat. He just wants to make her smile and feel happy and feel good. Immediately after this, ha- this conversation, Tanner pulls Kat for a conversation. And it is so clear that Kat is like buzzing with excitement about Tanner. She's she's done with Brayden yeah. in, in her mind. Immediately. Yeah. And as soon as Tanner's like, oh, so you've been like with Brayden. He's fun. He's like a little puppy dog. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a golden retriever. And right oh. there, I was like, wait, what happened to you being like absolutely enamored by him yesterday? <laughs> Yeah. We've seen them making out all over Paradise. She's like, when I'm into someone, I just don't explore with anyone else. Like, yes. <laughs> those were like last week. Those yeah. were things that she said, which was and yesterday. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Weeks are about Six three hours to four ago. days in, <laughs> in Bachelor time. So, like, what happened to your sweet, sweet boy that you've been talking about? Also, um, just like, Golden Retriever and Puppy are, that's what you say about someone who's constantly fucking up, but is sweet. Mm-hmm. Like, like someone who's just sweet. I don't know. It felt like, I was like, you know what? He's better than a Golden Retriever. I don't know him, but I like his earrings. And it's, he seems, <sighs> he seems like nice. And I don't know. I felt very, I, in that moment, it was like, oh no, heartbreak, heartbreak for Brayden. This is all I going know. Bad. Like, this is not going to go well. She's clearly downplaying their connection, which, look, if she wants to go on a date with Tanner, that's the name of the game. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the way she was talking about Brayden, I was like, oh God. I know. Brayden is trying so hard not to be anxious, but he's very obviously anxious. He's like, you know, if she goes on this date and still wants me in her life, then I'll be stoked. And if not, I'm going to try not to freak out. But yeah. Aaron S. is like, Brayden's going to spiral. Brayden's <laughs> like, this isn't going to be good. Uh, and of course, guess what? Tanner asks Kat on the date. She like literally jumps at the opportunity. She's like, yes, yes, sure. I'd love that. And just leaves to go get ready. And everyone is just like, Brayden, you okay? Oh, you okay? <laughs> didn't even look at Brayden? Yeah. Oh, okay, no, okay. Not, even a, not yeah. even a look back? Okay. And that is like, okay, I get it. You have to, you're sort of cued to get up. What, when I really started to feel like Kat's behavior was getting egregious is what happens next. She gets ready. 
She comes out in a green two-piece, like, skirt outfit. And she walks straight towards where Brayden is. And he says, you look gorgeous. And she does not acknowledge him. She does not make eye contact with him. She brushes past him to talk to other people. It was, it was so cold. Oh, my gosh. It was so painful. I, I It was so mean. And you saw the pain, like, in his eyes when this happened. It was so authentic. I felt terrible for him. Like, I felt the energy through the TV. <laughs> well, yeah, because it was just like, like, that's the thing. You see, it's paradise. You see a lot of people break hearts and go on dates. Totally. Like, that level of, like, it was like she was walking towards him and then swerved away when he complimented. Oh, it was so rough. It was like, you were dating this person. Just, you were, again, like, just making out with say, him for the you past can three say, days. Brayden, <laughs> hey, thank you for that compliment. Yeah. Like, let's let's touch base when I get back from the date. I'm going to see how it goes. Exactly. Yeah. I want us to remain open. Like, she has, to be clear, I want to be clear, I'm not c- criticizing Kat at all for saying yes to the date or being interested in someone else. But I think there's a way to do it where you don't treat another person like they don't exist. Like, I just, I think there's very few things crueler in dating that you can do to someone than ignoring them either virtually or in real life. Like, I just think it's really cruel. Like, how hard is it to just say thank you? Like, he just told you you look gorgeous. You could easily just say Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. Yeah, we'll catch yeah, up also, after. I'll see you later. Mm-hmm. He literally gave you a compliment how nice you look yeah. when you're about to go on a date with someone, someone else. <laughs> like, and then just, when she leaves, she gets up again, brushes past Brayden, and like, like wipes the sand off of her <laughs> onto him. <laughs> it, oh my God. You really studied this moment. <laughs> I, I was no. very I really I, didn't I, like I, it. I similarly was too. I was watching it in like horror. I think I rewound and watched it again, being like, no, she couldn't have done that. Yeah, I was it's like, so wait, sad. what is happening? I mean, and and Aaron, it's so funny because Brayden, Brayden had some pretty like not good moments on his season. season with charity. So I was assuming that if there was that he would not handle rejection well, that we might see him lash out. And that wasn't instead, the case. That really wasn't what happened. Um yeah, I mean, I have to say, knowing nothing else about him, I, I, I'm I'm a Braden fan. In this um, episode, I honestly I too, yeah. was too. It's look, everyone deserves redemption in paradise, you know. I mean, he came on because he came. He started off by coming on and being like, "I wasn't proud of my behavior on The Bachelor," and yeah, like on Bachelorette, and so it seems like he's maybe done some work Try- on himself. Yeah, maybe. trying to course correct. Yeah, so. Jess also admits to Kylie that she was really overwhelmed by Tanner's arrival and the fact that Tanner ended up choosing Kat because everyone else seems to have been like, wow, Jess, Tanner was reserved for you yeah, because he's your number one. I know. And then she's like, well, I kind of knew, though, because I'm good friends with Kat, that he was her number one, too. So, and Olivia's just shocked by this. She's like, how dare you say yes to a date with your best friend's number one? I'm like, I don't know, Olivia. I think Tanner gets to choose. And yeah. if he didn't want to go on a de- date with Jess, then like, I don't know. That's, yeah, what, that's, that's how it is. The name of but Paradise. it is also crazy to me that he didn't talk to anyone else. Like, that's what he I mean. Like, it's did. So, maybe yeah. he did. He probably did, and we probably didn't see it. And I, I was thinking about that. I think, I think he probably did. Yeah. 
um, but they just wanted to focus in on on these two. Cat and Jess, yeah. And also they tend to prep them before they come down to the beach being like, this person might be an option. This person might be an option. Like you should focus your conversations there. Mm -hmm. So I, I imagine there's some like producer shaping there as well. On that note, we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we will get into Tanner and Kat's date. Can you keep up? I like love it. And we're back. And as we talked about earlier, Tanner and Kat are going on a trek through the <laughs> wilderness on horseback. They are adventurers. Yeah, they're in the trenches, as she says. <laughs> and I love this. He shows up and he's like petting the horse. He's like, horses are like dogs. They're intimidated by us. So you have to be their friend. And I'm thinking, oh my God, this is, you know, hearkening back to Brayden is the dog and Tanner is the stallion in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Lee. You know what? I, you might be right. So many animal really... references all episode. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they love an animal metaphor on this show. And Kat is just giddy, mostly because Tanner is really hot <laughs> and she doesn't know how to handle how hot he is. She also is unable to handle the fact that when they are on horseback, the horses walk through some like ankle level of water. Yeah. Yeah. The trenches, the Emma. Trenches, the trenches. Yeah. <laughs> that is, uh, yeah, usually what, when we talk about trenches, that's yeah, it's usually mm -hmm. horses in a puddle. In a puddle. Yeah, horses in a puddle. It's, it's harrowing. She seems alarmed that they walk in general. She's like, horses <laughs> yeah. move? Like, oh, no. I, I could, though, spend like 20 minutes watching um, Paradise contestants try and steer a horse over a GoPro, though. Like the <laughs> GoPro on a stick and them trying oh. to like. <laughs> I was like this angle of camera footage <laughs> like this is just meant to humiliate them well, it's it also is like brilliant the way, the way you steer a horse is like the reins have to go back and forth but there was a gopro there so you could see I know, him you like see occasionally it, like, like lift the reins over the yeah. gopro to try and turn the horse the other way i was like i don't feel like this was thought through enough no. but i love or maybe it. it was thought through just enough they're like this yeah. is gonna be insane footage it's yeah. gonna be so funny like it's it and it is it's hilarious the gopro is like up their noses and they're trying to navigate <laughs> over it. It's and it's also hilarious to see them continue to cut back and forth between some very like professional wide shot mm -hmm. footage and then just like the GoPro. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they're like, you know what? We're 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 not ready for drones yet. We're going to still make them use this <laughs> GoPro. I loved it. <laughs> and as they they ride the horses and we see the just that, you know, footage from up their nose, Kat's like, I'm just really making an emotional connection with Tanner. <laughs> it's just the kind of person I am, and he's providing that. He's just giving me qualities in a man that I've been really looking for. With him, it's fun and easy, but also exciting. I'm like, you've known this man for an hour. Two minutes. And you're and not— And mostly you think he's really hot. But <laughs> yeah. You have a, you've, I get it. You had a crush on him, and he's nice in real life. Yeah, like he's that here. feels great. And he's helping you, like ride. You know, he's riding next to you. And wow, what an aha well, moment! What a gentleman. This and man he is my you. man. And like yeah. you had a crush on him, and then he picked you. That feels awesome. That feels great. I get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Brayden is not feeling quite <laughs> so great. No. Everyone is like very worried for him back at the beach because I think. 
I, I kind of related to Brayden in this moment. He's someone where you can read the anxiety on his face. Yeah. And he is clearly feeling it so physically that he can't think of anything else or talk about anything else. I'm like, oh, I've I've definitely been Brayden dating in my 20s. I know. This he really likes sucks. her. And everyone's worried. Yeah. Aaron tells him, you know, Kat is extremely lucky to have you, bro. Like, don't worry. Bro? But, yeah. Everything's a bro with this group. Um, but yeah, he's just, he said he's sticking his feet in the sand and he's just going to wait. He's going to wait for his love to come back to the beach. Uh, meanwhile, Tanner tells Kat that she was on his very short list of people he wanted to meet. Very, Again, very short. As, as we know, as I just said, they give a literal short list to production. <laughs> so Kat was on it. Uh, and he says there was never a doubt in his mind that he was going to take her. And she goes, oh, let's cheers to that. And he's like, you know what? Let's make out. <laughs> Tanner's got game. I love when they do. They're so awkward in these moments. Tyler had an awkward moment like that, too. But, hey, you got to go for it, I guess. Yeah, they're just like, I don't know. Kiss? Yeah. <laughs> Cheers? No. Kit, make out. You know what make I was out. wishing on? I was wishing that we could make out. <laughs> uh, but Kat says, Tanner is just someone I can see myself with outside of here. It's making me makes sense more of how I want to continue on in paradise. So basically she's telling us that Brayden is Brayden's done. Yeah. Her and Brayden. I are mean, over. it was over for Brayden the minute she saw Tanner and he asked her on the date. Like I I done. fully believe Kat later when she said she did not think about Brayden <laughs> at any point. During it's, that day. it's very clear she did not <laughs> yeah, think even about though it was him. very cruel. <laughs> yeah, she was I, on, that was honest. She mm-hmm. did not think about him literally <laughs> For at all. all. Yeah. I think if someone had been like, hey, what about Brayden? She would have been like, I'm sorry, who? who? <laughs> oh, the golden <laughs> retriever? Oh, right. Earrings. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, guy. Yeah, about that. it was fun. He gave me his rose. He, he's it's all he's good. so nice. He's so nice. Meanwhile, Brayden is, is spiraling about Kat's connection with Tanner. He's just nervous he's going to get hurt. And we have a clip of some of what he says. I have a pit in my stomach right now. I've shown her my heart. I've shown her who I am. And if I'm not enough, then that's just something I'm going to have to accept. And, you know. (laughs) Man, no, I mean, it just sucks. It's like, you know, I... I've had people choose other people over me before, you know? And that's life. But, like, uh, I just want somebody to see me and want me, you know? I want someone to choose me and like see me and just be like, you know, that's who I want to be with, you know? Oh, Brayden really this is just got such me. a relatable moment. Like oh. anyone who's dated has experienced that kind of rejection. And I I really I just felt for him. Like the whole episode. Poor Brayden. And again, you know, his his appearance on charity's season was not like that. Not that. Braden didn't have like a lot of people rooting for him too on that season, but he kind of spiraled and ended up getting himself in trouble. But this season, I don't know. There's something about him that's so relatable and charming and he seems more himself. And it's just really hard to see him heartbroken over someone who, again, is not thinking about him at all on this date. No. And I also appreciate that he is making a point to say like, if she doesn't want me, I have to accept that. Like that's, He's he's acknowledging, like, this is something that happens. If it happens to me, I'm g- going to have to move on. But also, 
it's hard and I'm hurt. And that the, the, that all feels fair to me. Yeah. Back on the beach, oh, we God. get an incredible exchange between Blake and Jess. <laughs> I am so <laughs> glad that they left this in. He's just like off. I don't know. They are having some sort of they're always having about these like weird dietary <laughs> restrictions, I guess. And he's like, you know, usually when I eat protein, it's only birds. And she is so confused by this. We have a clip. I don't know if I told you or not that if I'm going to eat protein, usually it's only birds. Only birds. <laughs> you only eat birds. Yeah, pretty much. You go to the grocery store and buy bird meat? <laughs> Where do you get birds? I can't tell if you're f***ing you. No, I'm being so serious. Where do you eat birds? Are you being serious? Yeah. Why are you shocked that I'm shocked that you eat birds? Think about it harder. Think about it. Oh my God. <laughs> I was literally thinking of like a pigeon or something this whole time. <laughs> She's like, oh my God, that's actually so bad. Like, what's wrong with me? It was just one of those beautiful brain fart moments. Oh my God. And but Blake's also, laugh is so great. <laughs> also, someone needs to tell her about squab. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> those people do eat. People, people do eat pigeons. <laughs> yeah, that is a thing. I mean, there's a lot of birds that people, people eat. eat. Yeah. I, I loved Blake in this moment because he's just looking at her like, are you fucking with me? Are you, <laughs> what's wrong with you? It's like chicken, like turkey. I, I actually, in the midst of this conversation, started to feel insane. I was like, have I been confused about other chicken servers? Then was like, no, 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 I'm not, no. Yeah, you're not Don't doubt yourself. Oh, no, I really um, a massive thank you to the producers for leaving that conversation in. I feel like that's like those are the moments that I watch Paradise for. Same, like, yes. please give me the dumb, sh the dumb fucking conversations that people have. Like this, that is the beauty of humanity. Okay, yes, like right I want to see people forget that chickens are birds. <laughs> Just like all the credit sequence stuff, just put it in the show. That's what we yeah. want. It's so good. This, you know, thank you for your service, producers. Thank you for your service, Blake, Blake and, and Jess. Jess. Yes. Blake, thank you. This was delightful. We cut right to Aaron B. telling Eliza that he just really wouldn't want to see her go on a date with anyone else. Sean and Rachel are vibing about their blondness. I was like, <laughs> I'm a natural blonde. I'm a natural blonde too. And then there was just silence. <laughs> I was like, there's, I also couldn't tell if Rachel was joking because she clearly dyes her hair. She was like, yeah, I'm a natural blonde, but she's like showing her highlights. Yeah. But she, because she's clearly not a natural blonde. Yeah, I think she was joking. I think she was joking and Sean was being very serious. Yes. As he always is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, okay, Sean, um, I think you should do a little reading about your blonde pride. There's some yeah. unpacking that could be done about that. A lot of history there. Um, but uh, yeah, it was a very funny moment. And then uh, his Chiron read the blonde, blonde leading the blonde. <laughs> <laughs> and he's back to the Even, vibes, yeah. which I'm, I miss the vibe counter from episode one. I wish they would I'm just pick that you, up. Because Sean is all about have... the vibes all the time. It should have shown up every time someone talks about the vibes the whole season. I want a season-long vibe counter. 
Sean is an interesting one. I feel like Rachel could do better. I feel oh, strongly yes. about okay. that. I'm actually like annoyed that I think I think we're gonna see her switch things up. I wanted her to suspicion. hang out with Tanner. Like I wanted to Me see too. her and Tanner meet. So I'm hold- I, I saw actually, fingers crossed that like maybe they We also in the promos saw Rachel maybe on a date with Brayden. So I feel like she's gonna maybe date around yeah. as the season. She's gonna make a progresses. Cause I think I really think Sean's not it for her. It doesn't feel like it. <laughs> no. It feels like I he's just like her kid brother. That really, yeah. they're having Somet- fun. They're like laughing. and Yeah, like sometimes when it cuts to her, it is moments where you're like, do you like him? <laughs> I think she this guy? thinks he's nice <laughs> and mildly amusing as mm-hmm. a person. I don't think she's like into him. Oh, last, before she even got his rose, she was like, you should make out with Jess. Yeah. <laughs> I, I support you. So, yeah, I don't, I, you know, I, I want to see Rachel getting more into the mix. But Avon and Kylie are, are napping together. They seem, like, very keyed in on each other. Mm-hmm. And Will is vibing with Mercedes. He's like, I'm so glad things are about to get really easy for me because I had a rough start. Right then, of <laughs> yeah, course. you're like, yep. Tyler Norris from Rachel and Gabby's season Mr. Abs, 26, hits the beach. He left with Brittany last year. It didn't work out, but he has faith in the process. He knows it can work. Mm -hmm. Big process guy. And he is ready. And of course, he becomes an immediate hot commodity as soon as he sets foot on the sand because I guess he was on a lot of lists. Yeah, so many short lists. And Rachel, who actually dated Tyler on her season, uh, is beaming. She's like, another one of my ex-boyfriends is joining the beach. I, like, love Tyler. I have a flirty vibe with Tyler. (laughs) I feel like they chopped this up to make it sound more like she was trying to date him than she was, Mm -hmm. is my suspicion. Yeah. I think, because I've heard her talk about, I believe, that, like, she and Tyler, like, really, like, formed a friendship after filming. And I feel like she has a flirty vibe with him, but I also think she's not... Friend vibe. I don't think she's actually trying to, like, get back together yeah. with him. But this was the kind of conversation, too, I was craving with her and Avon. Yes. Who was her other ex-boyfriend, her runner-up. Avon was her runner-up. Like, it, I Tyler need was that kind of conversation four. with them. Like, what Wait, happened? Are you Avon guys was Rachel's runner-up? Yes. yes. And they, wow. and they, did, not, they did not acknowledge it. They didn't show her talking to him. No, I, I would have had... Liter- I mean, I clearly had no idea. I was just like, I, yeah, I have, even some dude from her season that yes. she doesn't seem that no, close no, no. to. Him. No, runner up. <laughs> yeah, I I have heard some rumors that they, there was some like back and forth, and that he was not. I don't know necessarily like the most state. Like I think there was some like confusing vibes between the two of them postseason, and I think the show doesn't want to touch it because he's like so keyed in on Kylie. Yeah, so they're just like let's ignore right. it. Well, I feel like the show also, they love, the show likes to have, like, a golden couple from the beginning as well. Yeah. And I it feels to me like maybe Kylie and Avon are one of the ones that they think could be that. I agree. So they're sort they of just trying to, like, it. yeah, they don't want to mess with it. But wow, yeah, I would not have guessed that from the uh, interactions or lack thereof. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. We were very annoyed that they didn't give us, like, Anything. Rachel and mm-hmm. Avon making nice or something. But we do, yeah, we do get that with Tyler. And it's it's really sweet. Tyler reads his date card and it says, choose a person that lights you up. He pulls Rachel first. 
And it's cute. She's like, I'm so excited Tyler's here. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it, it, they seem just very comfortable together. And it's lovely. They're very She cute. tells, yeah, she's like, I got Sean's rose, but I'm open. <laughs> yeah, she's like, very open. Just trying to be chill. Just trying to <laughs> yeah, chill. She's, yeah, I also enjoyed that. She's like, Tyler, are you, can you believe it? Like, I'm being chill. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, chill. And they're just joking. It's like, it's nice to see two people that you just feel really know each other. Yes, they're pals. And and Sean's sensing that energy because he's like, you know what? I pride myself on reading body language. <laughs> and it appears that they're hitting it off. And he says that in such like a genuine way that Mercedes is like, what did you really just say that to us? Like you pride <laughs> yeah, yourself like, on Sean, body? Are you are you one of those annoying people that makes TikToks about like paparazzi photos when you're like, I can tell mm-hmm. from the body language of this photograph that this is the status of the relationship. <laughs> and this it like if you sleep like this with your partner, this means this about your relationship. Like we know all of that is bullshit, Sean. Calm yeah. down. But he's like, Yes, I do do that. That's I pride myself <laughs> on that. I loved that Mercedes was just fully dunking on him. Tyler pulls Jess next, who, Lee, you pointed out that we hear her say the bloated comment again, but you pointed out that you think that this was just edited in a well, second Well, because you time. do not see their mouths. Right. So it's like they're walking away. Oh. They're walking yeah. away, and it's in voiceover, and it's the exact same phrasing. Yes, so I was uh, like, oh, I see what you're trying to do here. But then I was also like, come on. Because I just want her to be confident in her skin. And yeah. her body it got me too. It got me too. But again, everyone should feel good wearing whatever bathing suit they want for any reason. Mm-hmm. Always. Justice for one piece. Also, because she looked so hot and it was a really hot one piece. It was amazing. Which is why Kat, apparently Kat was telling her that. Kat was the one that was like, you should wear this one piece today. Yeah, but Kat was like, that uh, that other one piece, um, absolutely not. I didn't, (laughs) I wasn't in, I didn't like that. Didn't like it. Poor Jess. She's definitely like the mean girls. Jess, yeah, Jess is going to be fine though, because honestly, she seems to have a good thing with Blake, like, mm-hmm. which she says pretty openly to Tyler. She's like, I'd be open to getting to know you, but also I'm really happy with where things are going with Blake. And Tyler is like, just a word of warning, maybe like be open to mm-hmm. other people because I made the mistake of just focusing too heavily on one person, but you know, good for you. And I enjoyed that she said, that her energy, her awkward sweetness matches his awkward sweetness and that she's never uh, dated someone who is like her in that way. And I was like, that's actually awkward sweetness. That is a good assessment of the two of you. You are both like that. Pigeon meat, you know? (laughs) But then we get to the main event, which is that Tyler clearly came in wanting to meet Mercedes. Yes, and he pulls her to talk to her and Will's just like, man, at this point... I'm getting used to this feeling. And he's joking here, but oh no. Yeah, like he, he's going to lose another girl to another guy. And it's oh, I, well. I do have to say, though, there's a lot of poor Will in this episode. And it has happened to him twice. But the original drama was of his own making. And I feel like that 100%. has been... 100%. That has been... That seems to have been forgotten by everyone in this episode. And it's just poor Will. And I'm he like, yes, he's had just a, been with Olivia. 
Yeah, like yeah. he's had a dramatic time, but some of that also was of his own making. Yes, which Olivia points 100%. out always. She's always, yeah. she'll keep her <laughs> vendetta against Will. She's like, oh no, I love seeing this. <laughs> Anytime he's dumped, she's like, hell yes, he deserves that. Which, she's yeah, like, if I, mean, I was I Olivia. I would say that to him, but. Yeah, but I feel <laughs> like the rest of the beach was like, oh God, poor Will, man, he just can't catch a break. And you're like, I do feel like, calm down. Yeah, Yeah. like, calm down. He's had two girls pulled. And again, it's with Mercedes, they've been talking for about seven hours. One day. It's so new. Yeah. And Mercedes also deserves to be chosen and be with someone that she's really excited about. And it's clear that she has been really excited to meet Tyler. Mm -hmm. Tyler asks her out on the date and Will is crushed. Yep. There's nothing more to say about it. We just said it all. He just starts pacing the beach and doesn't stop for, like, five hours. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but, but, you know, first he does some buddy push-ups with Pete, who Pete's always, like, doing push-ups. It's just, uh, go away, Pete. He has nothing else to give. <laughs> nothing to offer. The errands also join on the beach workout. Poor cat's away horseback riding at this point, so she misses it again, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> suddenly, She's though, in- everyone's wondering... Where's Sam? Like, we, she keeps disappearing. She's always gone. Like, where is Sam? What's up? Apparently, she's missed both entrances of the new men. Yeah, she has no idea what's happening today on the beach. But the camera pans to the bathroom door, and Sam comes out and reveals, I'm going on nine days with no pooping. And then, you know, the turtle head we've seen in all the promos (laughs) this whole season pokes out. And here we go. It's Poopgate. I felt so bad for Sam watching this. Nine days? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, as someone who's had some constipation issues myself, and here I'm very open with talking about poop, grew up in a house of boys, that sucks. It's painful. Yeah, I too have had gastro Mm -hmm. issues of, of various kinds and deeply unpleasant and like, to be trying to put on a happy face and have fun and mingle with all these people and not be able to just lay down in air conditioning. Yep. Also, just to, like, be, like, around that many hot people in, like, no clothing. And you feel terrible. Like, that sick. There's no private bathroom. Yeah, yeah, and you've got, like, nine days of poop stopped up in there. Uh, Like, oh. It's so horrible. I I actually was shocked she wasn't just crying in that because I would have been. It seems so unpleasant. We also learn that she's been trying to deal with this. She took laxatives and nothing happened. Mm Mm-hmm. She also took a stool softener and didn't feel anything until they were filming uh, the rose ceremony. Because it's always uh, those situations that get you going, you know? Like the nerves and the anxiety probably were like, oh, my bowels are moving. And she had to hold it in. She had to hold in like eight days of shit. This that poor is girl. <laughs> truly horrible. And, and you we, can see the sweat pouring. She's telling people like, I'm sweating. Is anyone else sweating? Like... <laughs> I, I, I don't know what's happening. We she get this grayscale, slow-mo flashback footage of Sam, like, clenching her <laughs> fists and her oh. face. And, yeah, as you said, turning to everyone, being like, I'm sweating, I'm sweating. <laughs> she says, I and had then, to flex my core trying not to poop my pants. This poor girl. I feel so bad for her. And she said as soon as it was over, as soon as the rose ceremony, she just, the feeling was gone. 
And now the poop is officially stuck. Oh my God. When you gotta go, you gotta go. I would have just been like, Jesse, yeah. excuse me. I know. I know. I Especially know. if you are constipated and yeah. then the moment hits, you gotta, and you gotta so know that like, moment. They didn't oh, no. let her go. Cause I'm you sure they say, knew I'm, what was happening. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm having like, I'm really not feeling well. I need to like be excused. Yeah. They can edit her out. That, like, you know, I felt like, so bad. Yeah. I felt so bad. This for is her. health, health, health over rose ceremony. You know, but like you Natasha said, get these women chairs, get this woman a bathroom yeah. stat. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell that production is like, this is gold. This is a, a mm. beautiful opportunity for us to do medical stuff on camera. And so they bring in Dr. Kelly Tenbrink. And it may appear that perhaps he's a paid actor, but I did look him up, and he is in fact a real ER physician. Thank you for doing is, that because I was I yeah. was like, this is an actor. Doctor, <laughs> so he's Kelly. a real doctor. <laughs> I wonder if he's like on contract with the show, like they bring some medical personnel down for like the three weeks. That was my assumption because he's normally based in Tennessee, so he must be their like on staff physician. Yeah. It makes sense that they would have someone there. Yeah. 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 No, you would want to have a couple medical people on, yeah, just in case. And yeah. But he, you know what? This guy's a star. He's like oh, yeah. so game. He's Sam, like, yeah. Me, and Sam in, gets coach. a date. She gets a date with a doctor. <laughs> He's kind of hot, you know? <laughs> Talking about poop. <sighs> but yeah, Dr. Kelly tells the camera that bowel movements can be funny, but also very serious. And constipation mm-hmm. isn't uncommon in paradise. But he says nine days is not good. <laughs> like he's basically I've said like this, this b- is bad. before. I've said this before on this podcast, but I have heard from people who've been in paradise that like this is a problem that a lot of people have, but clearly it usually doesn't get to this, this level. point. Probably mm-hmm. they usually give someone a laxative and it's like they're fine. Yeah. I think we have a clip of what Dr. Kelly explains about bowel movements. In the emergency room where I usually work, um, I've seen I've seen things get pretty bad. Uh, I've seen patients have to go to the operating room and actually be sedated and literally have to bring almost like a poo baby out. Mm-hmm. Huge. Like, how big are we talking in terms of poo babies? How big can the poo babies be? I've seen some big poo babies. Uh, you know, yeah. We don't want that. We don't want things to get that far. Biggest poo baby I've seen would be on CAT scan. I think we've measured it. Um, probably about 16 inches-ish. That, that's like this, almost the size. You know, a, a newborn baby is usually like 20 inches. So that's a big poop. That's a... I, that's, when, I did when, have questions like what... How... how? Yeah, I I feel like I almost needed more dimensions. Like I mm-hmm. needed like okay, that's how wide like, I need <laughs> diameter. Yeah, yeah like. and, and also like wait, like how do they deliver it? Yeah, yeah, that that was not. Was it like? I do they have, have to like go, yeah? Do like they, how like, do you get it out like of her? rectally? Yeah. Like I'm sorry, yeah. and like or is it like a you have to go in through like the abdomen? I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. You know, a lot of these people in paradise were saying the same things. Um, Olivia was questioning that too. Well, cause, cause he 
starts referring to it as a delivery. And you're like, what does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I, I'm not going to Google it. But <laughs> no, sure. I know. Because that's the problem. It's like you have so many questions, but you're like, I don't. The internet can't be where I get yeah. the answers. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure a doctor. I'm just going to ask my doctor friends. I should have, you know, <laughs> asked before. Before this. which is a lot. Um, what a lot of people on the beach are saying too. They're like, Kylie and Brayden are nurses. Like, can you guys help a girl out? Like, can you give Sam some advice? And they're all like, she just she needs an enema. Like, she needs like I know. And she needs okay, some saline. He, <laughs> he did offer her an enema, and she seemed to say no to that. He was like, we can give you more laxative, hmm. we can do an enema, or I believe he said stimulate digitally. Um, which, which she was horrified yeah, she by. Was which horrified. she was horrified by. But she was so horrified by that that I feel like she missed that there was a middle option yeah, of I enema. Like she should have taken mm-hmm. the enema. Take yeah. the enema. Unless she did not know what that was. Or did she think, like, she'd or have to ask someone one of her friends to give it to her or they would try to film it or something. Yeah. I Like, that was my only question. Yeah. But I was like, this seems like, that seems like a good option to like, try. Yeah. yeah, take the it enema. Usually you works. Take the enema. Yeah, usually works. Give it a try. Yeah. That's what your nurse co-stars seem to think. Mm-hmm. That's like, uh, like, you have an untried option here that has nothing to do with Fingers are operating rooms. Like she must just be so embarrassed. Like she handles this like a champ. She really does. She has a a tremendous amount of dignity for the words (sighs) poop baby being thrown around so many times. I know. So many times. Oh God. And again, producers, editors, they all take full advantage of this because Dr. Kelly tells Sam that basically it's becoming an emergency situation if no movement occurs by the next day. Because at 10 days, it's like you need a surgical intervention, essentially. And which Sam says later, like, she doesn't want to go into the ER in Mexico. She'd rather just go back to the States. Yeah. So she will have to leave paradise. So after Dr. Kelly lets her know that by sunrise, we got to get some movement going uh, a little poo baby countdown shows up featuring logs and a little baby face and Sam Chiron. And a toilet. Yeah, and a toilet. And Sam Ki- Sam's Chiron now reads in a crappy situation. Um, Sam tells Olivia about her poop problem and Olivia's like super concerned. She's like us. She's like, what? How? What? What's a poop baby? How do you get it out? And I think we have a clip of what her and Sam discuss. Then she was talking about essentially they have to deliver it. Deliver a poop baby out of your butt? That sounds aggressively painful and absolutely horrible. I don't like to think about it. Are you insane? I want to be like, oh, stay, but also like, how horrible is that? Oh, no. Do they do C-sections for poop babies? Exactly what we were thinking. Like, how do we get the poop baby out? I have valid. Really the same questions. I also appreciated that Olivia is joking in the ITM, but like with Sam, she's she is being a really good friend to her. She's like, that sounds awful. That sounds really painful. Like, I I don't want you to go home, but I want you to be okay. Like, please take care of your health. Just from my understanding of the show, if Sam was like, oh, I'm happy to do this in a Mexican nearby hospital, would she be able to do it and come back? Or is it like, once you leave, you are gone, even if it's medical emergency? Like how they do it on Survivor. I actually actually (laughs) don't know. Because they have had people like Evan, 
like of Evan and Carly. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. But like Evan did go to the hospital for like an ankle thing and then came back. I, I think it's probably, I don't know. It depends how invasive like a surgery it is and what the recovery. Right. Like, I don't really understand the specifics of what would have to be done. Like if she would have to be gone for a few days, I assume she would just yeah. right, be done. And I guess it's on and her so, too to be like, is my connection with Aaron like strong enough that I want to come back? Because it seems I like they have Aaron a good vibe. Leave, but... leave with Sam. Yeah. Like, go, <laughs> go deliver the poop baby. Poop baby. <laughs> it's, it's their that poop would be baby. the real romance, frankly, is like supporting your partner through their gastro <laughs> issues. Yeah. On that note, we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, the rest of this episode. Can you keep up? I like And we are back. And Brayden is stressed. Yeah, he's fasting too. Like Sam, he's not putting anything in his body. He is so anxious about Kat coming back. And Sean fills Wells in on Tanner and Tyler's arrivals. Sean, whose enemy used to be Brayden, might might we add, they did not get along. They were not friends. And now he really feels for the guy. Um, even though his Chiron now reads, should be worrying about his own relationship. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Rachel d- doesn't like him that much, no. so but, it's a problem. You know, he and everyone else really feel for Brayden, and nobody wants to see him get hurt. Uh, it's sweet yeah. the way that some of the the men who had the most, like the biggest levels of conflict with Brayden have all seemed to make nice with him and with each other. It's, it's, it's nice, nice to see. Because Aaron, Aaron B., also had, like, a high level of conflict with Brayden on charity yeah. season. But they're, like, fine now. Now yeah. they're all bros. You wouldn't, yeah, you, like, hear, like, they've referred to it a little bit. And, like, he referred to it when he came in. But, yeah, oh, you, right. wouldn't, yeah. you wouldn't know. No. Yeah. All good now. Yeah. Sometimes people just have a totally different vibe when it's a different setting. And they are just better. Yep. So Tanner and Kat come back down, greet everyone. And Brayden hops up to say hello. Kat finally acknowledges his mm-hmm. existence and goes to chat with him. And she's like, yeah, I rode a horse. I survived. And he <laughs> says, I waited all day for you. Kat is like, look, I really enjoyed my time with Tanner. It was exciting and fun. And my energy levels were just different with him. And my gut is telling me it's it's Tanner. And I don't see my feelings growing anymore with you. These are all fine things to say. We then have a clip of what happens when Brayden asks for some more information. Can I ask like what what changed through that? I was just listening to my feelings. Um, like the fact that I wasn't like thinking about us while I was there. Like honestly, I was just like happy and enjoying it. And I was like really tapped in and I wasn't like tapped in at all like what might be happening here between you and I. Ruthless. Oh, so rough. Like and I do think (laughs) honest, I suspect, but like very honest. Very honest, but like unnecessary. Yes. And we all saw yeah what relationship they had. Like she was definitely in on Brayden at one point. Also you can there's a very easy playbook for this. You say I went out with Tanner and we just connected on a level that felt 
different to me and I like am really sorry. Like she never says no. sorry. She never says no. I'm sorry. Or like I respect say, you and your feelings right, I, and I enjoyed just say, our time I, and yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed our time together. I'm I'm really sorry if you feel blindsided, but like like I did really care about you. I do really care about you, but I have a really great connection with Tanner and I want to pursue it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's nicer than, honestly, I had fun and I didn't think about you at all. I, yeah, I just had such a good time that you didn't cross my mind literally at all. Um, and now you're dead to me. <laughs> and then she basically gets up. Like, that's it. She's like, drop, mic drop. Like, he he tells her, you know, I showed you what I had to offer. And if she doesn't want him, then whatever. She tells him he'd be great for someone else. She's like, yeah, you show me yeah. what you got to offer, but it's good for anyone else. And she's like, I got to go. I got to freshen up. I got to take my score off. Like, okay, okay, I did my thing. I checked you off the list. Um, and now we're done here, and you're not allowed to have any other feelings about it, right? And he's just, like, shook. Like, you can see it yeah. all over his face. He's like, what just happened? Like, wait, what? I'm so confused. And so are we. Like, (laughs) she could have just handled it much better where I thought Brayden was going to be the one to sort of... Lashing out? Yes. I thought he was going to really lash out in a way that I would find uh, not okay because he has some history. We've seen that from him. But what we saw was just someone being really insensitive towards Mm -hmm. another person's feelings. And he's picking up on that. He's like, I'm confused. Like, she was really warm with me. And now she's just cold as ice. Like, it's like he doesn't exist anymore. And the guys are worried about him. They check in. And Aaron S. is like, I I just kind of knew this was going to happen. He's like, I had a feeling that Kat was waiting for other people to come down. And I will say, maybe he had that feeling because, to Kat's credit, she did say to the entire group. When Hannah Brown was there, that she was kind of waiting for Tanner to come down. But even so, everyone feels for Brayden. And Brayden is starting to think, like, did I get played? Was I yeah. a ploy for a rose? Uh, maybe. Because Kat, meanwhile, is just Who like knows? telling Blake her date with Tanner was a great reset. And like, maybe he'll get one next and he can like leave Jess hanging. Like, she left Brayden hanging. <laughs> like, what? Um, Will feels for Brayden because, you know, he's worried about Mercedes and Tyler. But Will says Kat definitely wanted to secure a rose and she put on an act and that the whole situation is, quote, shady. Which, yeah, it is a little shady. It's a little cold. It's (laughs) It's a little shady. Yeah, it's hard. I always struggle. It's like, again, I don't, I think everyone has a right to just like someone else better Mm -hmm. and to be genuine with someone and then move on but she conducts herself in a way that does not show any care for Brayden yeah there's yeah, a way to I, handle I just, it I'm, yeah I, and the, the thing is like just having watched the, the the previous episodes it she did seem into him yeah like and not in a like like if you know if if uh, Rachel said that to Sean I'd be like yeah you <laughs> That body language probably could have been read at any point, but like I, I, Kat wasn't giving off that. Like, no. no, she even said like, once I'm with someone, I'm committed. Like, I stick with them. Yeah, I'm not interested mm-hmm. in 
pursuing someone else. So, like, I can see why he felt comfortable for a minute as much as anyone does on Paradise. Absolutely. I don't think it's weird that he was blindsided at all. I think he, it's a completely normal emotion. And then it's a completely normal emotion, normal reaction to try to, like, process what happened and, you know, have some questions. Brayden heads to the bar and Wells checks in on him. And Brayden is just still like shaken. He's like, it felt like Kat was a different person during our breakup conversation. He's like, it was like, here's your heart. Stab it. (laughs) He tells Wells that before she got the rose, it was like she was a different person. And today she was super cold. And he, this is when he starts to get kind of pissed off. He's just like, I feel like the butt of a joke. Yikes. And some other people are overhearing this conversation. Blake, for example, has some commentary on Cat. So down here in Paradise, there's a thing called the murder bird. And they come down the beach and they rip the crab's hearts out. And we've got a couple murder birds down the beach with us here. They're ripping guys' hearts out. Cat's a murder bird. Yep. <laughs> I love that Blake is like, I'm an animal guy. I work in conservation. <laughs> I love birds. I, yeah. I have sophisticated animal metaphors. <laughs> The Bachelor producers love him. They're like, yes, what do you have to say about raccoons? We'll get I mean, that I, next episode. I'm loving Blake on this season. <laughs> I love Blake in general. Yeah. I've always liked Blake. I've never been a big Blake person, honestly, but I am enjoying him this season. He Same. feels something feels, happened. Mm-hmm. He feels more relaxed to me. Yes. Like he feels more relaxed and more chill. And whatever he's doing with his facial hair, I think makes his face. Yeah look more symmetrical in a way I enjoy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Everything about him, it's like the vibes have changed. You know, he's gotten a little older. He seems more comfortable in his own skin. And it's like, it's really working. He's the grown-up on the beach. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm always into the grown-up on the beach. That's the the thing. That's why, yeah. (laughs) Me too. I love it. Kat comes down after she's had a shower and... Kylie and Jess, who overheard Brayden talking at the bar, try to gently give her a warning that, like, maybe her behavior is not coming off in the best way. Kylie's like, I know you're on a high right now from your date, but other people are hurting and you need to, like, be aware. Cat reacts like, wow. She's like, what? What high am I on? What do you mean? Like, who's hurting? Like, that? What? I'm confused. (laughs) She pulls Kylie and Jess. She's like, you need to tell me everything that happened. And they sit down and Kylie's like, look, Brayden is is really upset. And I think it would just like do you some good to be a little more considerate of his emotions. And Kat is so offended by this. She's like, what are you talking about? Like, she's just very defensive. And Kylie even says to the camera, I love Kat so much. But she's one track minded, and sometimes others are a blur to her. <laughs> oh. I'm like, so what you're saying is she is your friend, but she is selfish. selfish. Yeah. And yeah. self centered. And, and it, that is the vibe I'm getting. Yes. And Jess tells Kat that Brayden said their conversation felt cold. Kat's like, that's his opinion, whatever. Jess says, yes. And he felt like, you know, they kissed last night. She went on a date, and then all of a sudden, the switch is completely flipped. And Jess adds that she said she must have told Brayden that she had some reservations about their relationship, but Brayden, you know, didn't get that sense. 
Yeah, I was a little confused. Yeah. It seems like Jess was like, you told us about your reservations, yeah. but did you necessarily tell Brayden? And then she says, I did tell him like just now. Yeah. <laughs> she I'm says, like, well, I did tell yeah. him. And then she says, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, yeah, during the just, breakup. But, just now, like, yeah. But he didn't know ahead of time. So it was confusing to him. Like, I and I really do feel like Kylie and Jess are being really good friends in this moment. Mm-hmm. They're trying to give some gentle advice. They're being, I think they're being great friends. They're, because I don't even think they were trying to get into this conversation. I think she came over to the bar where Brayden was and they just wanted to make sure that she didn't keep talking about what a great day she had. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were like, maybe just modulate your emotional expressions a little bit. It's going to be good for you. I want to play a clip of what Jess says to Kat next. Kat, can I say something without you interrupting? Just... Just take it for a second, okay? At the end of the day, I don't think that you being upset that he's feeling that way is going to serve you a good purpose. That perfect, incredible, great friend. Like, this is is what being a good friend is. You can be kind and gentle with your friend while still delivering that, you know, critical feedback. And I think she is exactly right here. She's like, you have to let, you have to give space two people that you reject to feel some type of way. Like, mm-hmm. it is almost no longer your business how they feel about you after. Yeah. Because is, you're moving on with someone else. Which I feel like is just, like, a general human rule. If well, you exactly. dump someone, then you have to be kind about how they feel about it. Yeah. And you have to give them space to, yeah. to be angry and hurt. Like, that's just, that's how relationships work. You don't get to exit a relationship, and then control the other person's feelings. Yeah, or That's be just, offended by how fair. they feel because it's not the way that you feel or what you how you think they should feel. Kat just assumes that, oh, I ended things with Brayden. He should be fine. He should move on. This is ridiculous. And that's um, just not fair. I really no. didn't think this was a good look for Kat. Jess says, like, Kat's someone who's naturally defensive. You know, this is kind of how she reacted on on. Zach's season as well. And Kat tells the girls, she's like, it was Brayden's choice to just lean all in without reservations. Like, he should have been able to sense my body language. I shouldn't. She's He's like, I not shouldn't have Sean. Had- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some, some people are experts some people on are body better. language. Brayden never said he prided himself on it. Yeah. No. How can you expect? <laughs> it's also an insane thing to require that part that people you're dating can read your mind and know how you're feeling all the yeah. time without you telling them like yeah. that is relationship 101 also you the last time we saw them they were like cuddling in the pool doing underwater kisses like what kind of body <laughs> yeah. language so she's talking about <laughs> she's like it was Sean. very obvious to me in my head that <laughs> i wanted to leave him for yeah. tanner we got to get shot on the case like i hope he gives us a full <laughs> yeah, breakdown right. of their body language some forensic body language <laughs> of the last 24 hours <laughs> she tells the camera I did not want to continue with Brayden. That is fair and valid. And I want to say, yes, Kat, it is. She then says, I've been nothing but open and honest from my perspective. (laughs) (laughs) Now telling Wells and other people that you felt I was cold, like if you're feeling that way, let's talk about it. She asked Brayden to talk, but then she just talks at him. Yeah. Really. Mm -hmm. This was bad. Again, so bad. Not knowing her from before, 
I'm going to go ahead and say I'm not a cat fan. Olivia uh, has, Honestly, mm, I am not after this episode like, either. Olivia has clearly hated Kat from the beginning, and I didn't know the history. And the whole time I was like, she doesn't seem that bad. She seems a little high maintenance and not into bugs for a person going to paradise, but whatever. But this episode, I was like, oh, yes, Olivia, I see. Yeah. Not a good, not the best side of Kat that we saw this this episode. She obviously has some lovely qualities. She's close with a lot of these women. But, like, this was, I really didn't enjoy it. No, because instead of pulling him to talk about and his saying, hey, feelings, I hear I, yeah. I hear you're feeling some type of way. Is there anything yeah. you want to say to me exactly. to clear the air? Like I want us to be good. We both have to, you know, live in very close quarters. She spins forward. it to be like, you're going behind my back. You're talking and saying things about me to other people. It's um, like what he's not allowed to say, talk about the end of their relationship to anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. No. She like she's like tries to dress him down mm-hmm. about, like, having had conversations about what just happened. It it was deranged. I'm going to be it honest. Was, yeah, it, I agree. I honestly, I really agree. It's really wild. And she's, like, on her high horse. Like, I won't take this bullshit. It's like, this isn't, no. This isn't a man wronging you. This is a person that is disappointed with a decision you made and is confused and is working through his feelings with his friends. Yes. Like, I'm sorry. He's allowed, he is just allowed to do that. And even her friends are watching this conversation unfold being like, Yeah, they're like, what's happening? Yeah. Good. Also, like, it did seem, she did go from being very warm to, like, it's, it's, and also not like, like, there are situations even after breakups where people can say things and you're like, oh, that does seem unfair. But, like, what he was saying wasn't even that bad and seemed fairly objectively from outside observation pretty true. Yes. He's basically yeah. like, you've, it felt like you switched and maybe I was just like a rose for you. It's starting to become clear. And she's like, that's And he even false. says, like, that maybe maybe that's, not the, maybe that's not the case from your perspective. But that is, he's like, that's just how it felt to me. He even says that. Yeah. And then he says, you know, I felt hurt. I felt cheap. I felt like a dirty whore. Hmm. <laughs> and I'm just really hurt by this experience. And then Kat tells the camera, Brayden should not be hurt by her actions, mm-hmm. in her opinion, and also everyone else's opinion. She thinks. <laughs> Again, always from my perspective, I think. But yeah, also, selfish. everyone else just does not think that. No. No. I can, I just, this conversation, first I want to talk about the moment where she talks about how, where she tells him that she did have reservations, but she needed, she was like, but I needed to think about those thoroughly Oh, yeah. We actually actually have a clip (laughs) of this part of the conversation. (laughs) Because I think this is like, because when she was like talking to her friends about like having expressed her reservations, she makes it very clear that she did not express them. Yes. Let's roll that clip. I just, I don't understand how like it just switched up. Okay, I'm going to switch one more time. Ready? Okay. I woke up this morning feeling reservations, but I was still processing those, right? We don't want to talk on something we haven't fully made sense of because that's not fair to either of us. But I'm not trying to betray you. I've been nothing but honest. So I think we need, I think you actually need to sit with the words that I'm saying before you start talking about Again, you were asking you feel me about to talk. That. Again, so like, if, if that's how you feel, then you shouldn't come like to me and so ask me to talk. you're so confrontational right now and like argumentative. Mm-hmm. And I just like want to be normal and like have a, a conversation. And you're I don't want to argue, but 
You're just like being really argumentative. I'm sorry for feeling what I'm feeling. Okay. Oh my God. It's so wild. Like he's barely talking. He can't get a word in. He's just saying, no, I'm, I'm actually not being weird. I'm actually, I'm not trying to be argumentative. He's speaking at a very calm register and barely getting a word in. And she is pummeling him oh, and then yeah. accusing him of being an aggressor. Confrontation. <laughs> Wild. He's so chill. It's Ooh. like the most chill. And, and I would be losing my mind same. if oh, yeah. someone... Because she, in like the same sentence, she's like, I had reservations. I didn't tell you about them. I've been nothing but honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like snapping at him. She's like, yes. Give, no, 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 no. Let's go through this again. She's no, like, no, no. oh, are you? It's like, like he's she's a toddler talking to him like, oh, you're like, you're an idiot. Yeah. Um, let me make it clear to you again. You need to sit with the words I'm saying. I'm like, well, I think he was, which is why he was processing the words you said to him, like the fact that you didn't think about him at all. Yeah. Or that you yeah. feel reservations <laughs> that he had no idea you were feeling. Yeah, like, He's that's, just that's asking, what it is like, when did, these, when did these reservations pop up for you? Yeah. And she's like, oh, one more right time. Now. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I've never told you about them before, but one more yeah. time. One more time. One more time. Also, I just, my favorite sentence I wrote down, I had to rewind it to get the direct quote because I feel like I need to use this in arguments, was your understanding of the situation is not actually for what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard that one. For, for what it for is. For what you're, it is. Yes. You're you're like, like, that is incredible <laughs> word salad. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, sometimes when she was, you know, because she was spiraling, she was pummeling him, like you said. I was like, what? Can you repeat that? Can I rewind <laughs> yeah. that back? To, was that <laughs> None proper of this English? Sense. <laughs> Honestly, if I was her, I'd be so embarrassed watching this back. I'd it be like, wow, so... I need to like learn how to have how to have conflict in a better way. And Tanner, <laughs> like I was wondering, like, if he watches this back, how is he gonna feel about this whole thing? I mean, like he was so good. unaware that any of this was really happening. I, I, having seen what we've seen of Tanner, he does not seem to be a person who's into, like, aggressive conflict. This, yeah. And so, I, I don't know. But it's interesting, but just, because you said she was, like, defensive like this on her season, mm-hmm. right? And Tanner was still like, she's my number one. Yeah, well, she had a thing with, she took charity. It was very brief. Or, yeah, it was before yeah. Charity's one-on-one date, and she took Zach for, like, a little quality time. Um and then she went, you know, off the rails trying to explain herself and her decision and it sort of like, similar. It was, it was bad, but it wasn't like her yeah. over the overarching vibe you got from her from like the full season. Yeah. So I think, right, and everyone was close with her. So like, it wasn't this deranged. Yeah, no, yeah. no, I don't think it was this level, and it wasn't this central. Um, but she did show that she's very defensive. Yeah, right. She then just ups and walks away from him. Like, he cannot get a full sentence out. She walks away from him. And he says to the camera, like, she made him, she made me feel safe. And he makes a really good point, which I appreciated. He's like, just because she can shut off her feelings and, like, be done with this doesn't mean that I can and doesn't mean that she's allowed to expect me to. And I think that that is... 100% correct. Like, you cannot expect someone to have the same feelings about as you or express them in the same way or process them on the same timeline. Like, that is just not reasonable. No, yeah. Yeah. And I don't... And at no point did it seem like his processing was, like, disrespectful to her. Like, it's not like he was walking around 
talking shit about her. No, and I get being like mildly annoyed if you heard someone said say that, you know, you were shady and like we're just using them for a rose. I get being annoyed by that. But that's not even what they're talking about. I, I mean, it's just it was so un unreasonable in my opinion. Yeah, and what Braden says too, he says, if you care about anyone at all, you don't treat them like that. Which, yes, you do not like if just she be respectful. Yeah. You don't have she, to date yeah. him. Just be respectful. It's so it would have been so much easier for her to just be like, I your feelings are valid, as are mine. Like I wanna stay friends if we can, but you know, I'm I'm feeling more this way space, towards I, Tanner. Yeah. yeah, if you need space. A lot of the other girls too, like Mercedes, the way she handles it with Will. Like, just take note. Like, just, I don't know. Yeah, it's not that hard. Yeah. It is not that hard. Oh, God. So, speaking of Will, Mercedes and Tyler head off on their date to Vedanta. And Mercedes is like, Tyler is much cuter than on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, he's cute on Instagram, but he's way cuter in person. And you know what? That truly is my experience with almost all Bachelor people. Mm-hmm. They're just way hotter in real life. They really are. And taller, I always find. At least yeah, the bachelors very, for me are always like, yeah. wow, you are tall. <laughs> just all just really hot, normal people. Um, <laughs> and she she's she's excited about Tyler. And immediately, they are both a little cheesy. And they're both into signs. And they're like, we saw a shooting star. Yeah. Then we saw a raccoon. Like, it's fate. It's fate. We're Is meant that- to be on this date. Is a raccoon a good sign? Yeah, that's what I was like. I had the same thought. Mercedes like, oh, so cute. I'm like, who calls a raccoon cute? Yeah. Those things are vicious. They're vicious. (laughs) They love to eat garbage. Yeah. Like, (laughs) so basically they're garbage. Is that what you're saying? I I mean, look, when when you're casting about desperate for a sign, (laughs) you will find one. You had a shooting star. Just stick with that. I know. So true. Yeah. The last, need, the last episode, her and Will were talking about how Will's grandma's name is Mercedes. So she's just all about the signs. She's got signs with all these guys. She can find a sign in anything, I think, Mercedes. She's just out ra- here looking for love. Uh, the raccoon was really, you're just, I don't know, you're just playing like I spy and being like, it's yeah. a sign. It's and you're just, like, oh my God, it's a sign. There's a bug. It says Vedanta there. There's a literal <laughs> sign. It's Vedanta. Yeah. We're meant to be. It's happening for us. It's all Uh, happening. We also start to get a sense that Mercedes and Tyler had interest in each other before. They, like, came in knowing that they wanted to meet. Um, He's basically like, I came back to paradise because I watched Zach's season and I thought you seemed great. (laughs) And then we have a clip of what Mercedes tells Tyler. I, you, you know you were number one on my list. I was number one? Yep, you were number one. That's crazy. I know, I know. Well, I, I was like, well, obviously, Avon and I talked about it, too. Mm-hmm. And you, Oh, yeah, because you guys are roommates. And Because we know that you and Kylie are, like, best friends. Yeah. So we were just like, can you imagine if we go down there and, like, they're both, like, single? Like, that would be, like, the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. <laughs> no, literally, like, me and Kylie have had that conversation. We're like, I, I love what that. if we end up with the best friends? We'll be, like, Look at us perfect. now. I know. Look at us. I don't know how you guys felt about that. I was a little, like, cringy with this. Like, oh, yeah, best friends, like, pairing up with other best friends and, like, having— Also, I was like, how extensively did you plan this? Yeah, like, it was what? a little weird. Like, just, 
I just am like, you know that there are ways to meet people other than Bachelor in Paradise, right? Like, if you if you have thought this much about it, mm-hmm. just, just go like, hang say out. Hi. Just go <laughs> hang out. Like, no, no, no. Because they want to, it's why not do it on a free vacation on television? Yeah. I mean, they're like, yeah, we can have these girls over to our apartment and like, <laughs> look at us. We're like four people in love just hanging where does out. Where Mercedes live? Does she still live in Iowa? I don't know. But I don't know. I also Tyler, had no idea know, that Tyler and Avon were roommates until that. Neither did yeah. I. I guess Tyler um, left South I. Jersey, but. Yeah. Does Ty- He's no longer I'm home. Like he lives He's in not San Diego. anymore. <laughs> Yeah, he must live in San... They all moved to San Diego. It's like Bachelor Nation. It's a Nation. big Bachelor hub. Mm-hmm. Huge Bachelor hub. I, yeah. But yeah, I, I think Mercedes still lives in Iowa. And Kylie still lives at home, too. But they were considering... Right? Kylie's like, I'm considering a move to San Diego. Yes. Right. Yes, she is. So I guess oh, yeah. everyone Tyler is. is posting from Newport Beach. Okay, so he moved to California. New Jersey slash San Diego. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I think he's from Cape May or he's from Wildwood, New Jersey. Because his accent, I have so many, like, friends. One of my best friends from college is from Cape May. And his accent sounds sounds just like her. Yeah, I love it. Well, look, matchmate, you know, it's another sign. Besties loving besties, okay? It's written in the shooting stars. They're ready. Yeah, they're just ready. They're ready to... Roomies dating roomies, besties dating besties. And this, yeah, this is like when another it. one of those like moments comes up when he when he's like, "What did you wish on the shooting star?" And she's like, "I just wish tonight would go really well." And he's like, "You know what I wish for? A kiss." <laughs> so Sick. again, they make out. Tanner and Tyler with like the moves, just the moves to make out. Meanwhile. Will is walking on the beach, sadly. <laughs> Back and forth. Every, everyone's starting to get, get like, worried for him because they're, like, he's moping and pacing on the beach, and he's just sitting by himself, staring into the distance. Mercedes and Tyler come back from their date, and they are holding hands. Everyone's like, oh, you guys match. I know. It's so sad, too. They're all, like, cuddled up on, like, day beds, and Will's just by himself. Yeah. On a lounge. <laughs> Oh, you know, it's hard to to be sitting there waiting for your person to come back. I will say Mercedes does grab Will for a chat immediately. And he's like, tonight was hard for me. Um, I, I've been thinking about you. And she's like, I did want, I wanted to check in on you. I want to make sure you're okay. And she says, she's very clear with him that she's torn. She's like, mm-hmm. I need to figure things out. I did have a good time. I also had a great time with you. I need a night to sort of sleep on it and and sort out how I feel in the morning. And he's like, okay, that's yeah. fair. Juxtaposing this next to what Kat did, it's like night and day. So different. Could have yeah. been so easy for you, honey, if you just like talked it out and and validated his feelings and validated the relationship you guys had for the first exactly. few days. Like, it's not exactly. that hard. Right. Mercedes validated a seven-hour relationship yeah. with Will. <laughs> She's like, I want to make sure you're mentally okay. Like, I, she realizes he's been kind of through the ringer. Like, he's, she wants to check in on him. That's what <sighs> you probably should do in this situation. But we head right back into Poop Baby Countdown. Like we forgot. Sam, <laughs> Sam is checking in with Wells. 
And Wells is like, she has to evacuate her bowels or evacuate paradise. You know he's so proud of that one. Well, he was proud too. He's like, it's like a Cinderella moment, except it's not a glass slipper. It's a big dookie. Okay. Good one, Wells. Sam also sits down Aaron S., her her current date partner, and tells him about it. And it's really, oh, she does, she really takes on the chin. She deals with this great. She's like, I'm embarrassed, but I need to like tell you what's going on because I might be leaving, basically. And I have to say, Aaron S. handles this great. Yeah. He's he's like, oh no, this sounds so painful. Like he he's joking with her about it. And she's like, I. Yeah, if this if there's if nothing happens by sunrise, I'm going to have to leave. And he says, "Honestly, I feel bad for her because we all have our embarrassing moments, but this is the doctor telling her she might need surgery if it's not removed naturally." Mm-hmm. Like he's very kind about it. And he asks her about the poop baby. He says, "Is it going to be a boy or a girl?" <laughs> He's just trying to get her to laugh. I also love that she, like, throws it out there. She's like, I think it would be a good bonding exercise if we worked on trying to clear my bowels. Like, And he's like, yes. He's like, I'm so down. I'm going to give you the night of your life. Like, he also tells the camera that he deals with this a lot in his job. He is a firefighter, but I do want to say that often firefighters, depending on where they are, have paramedic training as well. Um, yes, I was happy you so, noted that because I was like, yes. firemen deal with poop, but yeah, because I do. I have and they're I emergency have, yeah. workers. Yeah, I have I have a friend who's um a firefighter like up in New Hampshire, and like actually a lot of what he ends up doing is like opioid epidemic related. Oh, you know, like because there are fewer fires, so often yeah, firefighters are just like the emergency workers depending mm-hmm. on where you are. So I assume that's what he was referring to, but. Meanwhile, he clearly, yeah, he clearly has yeah. some experience. Meanwhile, I was like, "Ooh, what is the diet like in the firehouse that they all have experience with conservation?" <laughs> You're like, "I'm," he's like, "I'm always delivering poop things uh, for my like, colleagues." It's a lot of ziti, you know, a lot of pulled pork up in I that mean, fire. <laughs> uh, we do have a clip of how Aaron approaches this situation with Sam. I have a great idea. It'll be super romantic, and I'm going to promise you the best night of your damn life, if you'll let me. Oh, if I can handle it. Go right ahead. All right, let's let's do this. Just remember one thing. It's not your poop baby. It's going to be our poop baby. All right? I'm going to get it out of you. I promise. We love a supportive man. (laughs) (laughs) I loved this so much. I loved like, it too. This could have been so horrible and he makes it so lighthearted and doesn't make her feel embarrassed and is like, let's do this together. He makes her a platter of olive oil shots, coffee, beans, hot sauce, taquitos. <laughs> He's like, let's get stuff moving. <laughs> yeah. It's like the hotter the better, baby. I, but was I couldn't worried, believe though. she I was, was like, eating. I was like, no more, no more food. <laughs> she clearly I started to feel does. pretty sick pretty quickly. Yeah. There's no room in her stomach. Like, I'm like, her, her intestines, intestines, everything are, are so, backed up. Yeah. So backed up. And, but he leads her through some exercises, <laughs> leg lifts, squats. I really feel like Kylie should have just gone over and been like, babe, I'll give you an enema. Yeah. I'm yeah, a yeah. Nurse. yeah. Let's, yeah. let's figure this out. <laughs> I just, I feel like the enema was underexplored as an option. 
Just give I her really her privacy. Agree. Everybody stay at the beach. Give her like the girl's suite by herself or the bathroom. And Have just let that her doctor come back and do yeah. it. Yeah. Like he seems to be on call. I'm sure he is capable of an enema. Yeah. Yes. I get that it's horrible. I get it. I get it. It's very embarrassing. But like it just maybe you just should just need to do that. I I don't know. <laughs> Aaron says, <laughs> I might name the poop baby Hope. Because if this thing comes out, there might be hope for the future. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Uh, At this point, she's just, like, sweating. She's sweating again. abdominal pain. Yeah, poor thing. And she goes off to the bathroom, then to bed. And you kind of see her, like, rubbing her stomach, trying to get things going. And she's like, I'll be sad to leave my friends. And Aaron, like, she likes him. She doesn't want to go home. And on that note, we'll have to wait to find out what comes of this very, very crappy situation. Cliffhanger. I suspect Cliffhanger. that she has to go home. Yeah. Because we did not see her in some of the shots, like some of the group shots next week. And I do I, wonder if Aaron will follow her or he'll stay because he is we like, saw him. He's, he's growing out shots. on the beach. You know, he has I could, a lot I could of be friends. wrong. I could be wrong, but I think he'll oh, poor Sam. stay. Yeah, I I think he would say. I did feel like I did feel um, robbed a little bit that I ended up with the poop baby episode as a guest on your podcast, but not the resolution that I'm just left with a poop baby cliffhanger. You're waiting for the birth announcement. You're like, yes, is it a boy or a girl? I don't know. How big is this poop baby? And how is it delivered? Okay, we are left with so many important lingering questions. It's, uh, we also see that next week, John Henry is going to arrive to fuck things up between, I guess, now Tanner and Kat and John B is coming down to fuck things up between Aaron B and Eliza. Eliza. And the truth box arrives and someone's going to call Kat out. Dun, dun, dun. And Kat gets mad. She freaks out. So Kat, Kat is just going to be freaked out for the rest of paradise i feel like well i mean you know yeah once once someone has that kind of rant the producers are like great what else can we do with this yeah they're like oh she is uh set off quite easily and you know the producers are like cat screwed over brayden putting this in the box (laughs) yeah oh yeah a hundred percent they're like filling that box we end on a Pretty great credit sequence. We just, we had to clip it. Yo, we swaying and we rocking. Yeah, we going left to right. Yo, this night is really fun. Yo, we doing it all right. What the f*** we saying, yo? What the f*** we doing? Yo, the show with my brain. But believe if you screwing. I'm like, gotta slow it down. I'm bringing in the rain. This sh- is going crazy. Yo, it's with my brain. Nah. Eh. Yo, it- <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, we're missing Aaron the facial B's reactions like, here. Everyone, so good. Everyone's so impressed. He, he sounds like LFO to me. <laughs> I mean, here's here's the thing. The bar is in hell for um, white people doing any sort of spoken word yeah. on this show. On so any reality nervous. show. On any reality show. Um, and so I was pleasantly surprised. I was at le- I was like, at least he actually does a little bit know how to freestyle. See? He's yeah, good. You're like, I guess he, yeah, no, Brayden, Brayden, it's impressive. That's about as good as you can hope for. Wow, that was Brayden? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. 
Yeah, and, that's Brayden and and Aaron B, B on the and Aaron yeah Aaron B is doing the like beats <laughs> doing the beats him yeah and and they're all just like and, and Aaron Jess is there just and laughing Jess, yeah are sitting there they're like, laughing and, and they're like, like oh my god wow you went for a really long time and oh. also it's very sweet because again Aaron B and Brayden had a ton of conflict on charity season and now he's and like now they're making his arm songs is together over. yeah his arm is over Brayden he's given him the beats they're like all laughing together it's very it's a it was a very cute you know, moment. Yeah, hidden talents. Like, Sean can read people, and Braden was just like, you know what? I can freestyle. <laughs> and he, pro- yeah. he proved himself, It's incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Um, Sean has, is a man of so many talents. Uh, Aaron, thank you so much for going on this journey with us. It was a, a delight. Thank you very much for having me. Um, it was a delight. We'll keep you posted on that poop baby. Yeah, know? please we'll do. We'll circle back. Circle back. I hope there's, I hope, I hope whatever happens. I hope if she has to leave, they give us some sort of update on the poop baby delivery and her aftercare. Yeah, I know. I'm worried about her. And now it's time for love to see it, hate to see it. First up, love to see it. We love the editors continuing to lightly troll all of their cast members via their chirons. We got the blonde leading the blonde, ice cold, in a crappy situation. Keep it going. Keep keep the tone light. Thank you, editors. The fun is back. That's all we ask for, you know? We just want to have a good time. Speaking of good times, production got Dr. Kelly into the ITM booth. This is the on-the-fly documenting we crave. We get, you know, medical information. Cinema veritas. Yes. I questioned if he was an actor. He was so great. He knew so so much about poo babies. Just Dr. Kelly. Also, love to see Sean and Brayden and Brayden and Aaron B. becoming friends after their feud on charity season. It's always really nice to see people becoming friends. And it's nice to see men supporting other men through their emotional struggles in a way that feels kind and productive rather than toxic. Yeah, truly love this little bond they're forming. Um, We also love Aaron S. and the way he handled Sam's stomach issues with just sweetness and openness and humor. And just Sam in general being like super transparent about pooping is incredible. Like everybody yes. poops. Talk about poop. It's not so bad. I mean, you're going to be in a relationship with someone. You got to you're you got to know their stomach gastro issues, issues happen, okay? Um as a member of the Ashkenazi Jewish community, I can tell you there's a lot of gastro issues and yeah. we should just yeah, we should be able to talk about these openly. Thank you Sam for that <laughs> representation. Yeah, someone who eats carbs day in and day out. I have a lot of stomach issues. <laughs> My own fault primarily, but thank you Sam. Yes. Finally, love to see that Brayden can actually freestyle. Like well done. Well done, my guy. Very good. And moving on to hate to see it. Let's just talk about Kat. You know, we hate to see her just walk like right past Brayden without so much as making eye contact with him. Then getting so defensive when he expresses his feelings about um, her choosing Tanner over him. It was just rough, unnecessarily mean. Um, She treated him with a lot of disrespect. 
It was it was cringe. Yeah, really, really hated to see it. Also, hated to see Jess feeling the need to explain away her one piece as if it is like a scarlet letter on her chest. We love the one piece. We love you, Jess. Just own it. Yeah. It's a great outfit. You don't have to be bloated to wear a one piece. I've been wearing them for years. <laughs> yeah. I love them. Look They're at Sam. Great. She's super bloated and she's in a bikini. <laughs> Who cares? We also hated to see uh, people calling Kat a man-eater. You know, just call her actions what they are. Selfish. She's a poor communicator. Uh, no need for the further disses. We also hate to see poor Sam having to deal with these gastro issues in such an uncomfortable environment. It really sounds like a nightmare, and I truly commend her for dealing with it in a far more graceful way than I would. I would just be, like, in my bed, curled up, weeping. So, uh, poor Sam. I hope that she is feeling all better. Yeah, and if another rose ceremony rolls along and she has the urge, give that girl a squatty potty. Give that girl a chair. Like, help a girl out. (laughs) So true. Wow, so true. She needs a squatty potty. And on that note, that is it for Love to See It with Emma and Lee. Thanks to our wonderful guest, Aaron Dark. Love to See It is produced by us, Emma Gray, Lee Blickley, and Stitcher. This episode was edited by Talon Stradley. Our theme music is by Tamar Haviv, and our art is by Celine Chang. Josephine Moderana is our executive producer. If you like our show, do everything you would do to support a podcast you love. Follow us, rate us five stars, leave a review, and of course, tell all of your friends about Love to See It. If you want to get in touch, you can email us at claireandemmapod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter and TikTok at Love to See It Pod and on Instagram at Claire and Emma Pod. And you can find our newsletter, Rich Text, on Substack at clarendemma.substack.com. I'm also on social media at Emma Lady Rose. And I'm at Lee BZ. We'll be back Monday with our Golden Bachelor recap. Stitcher. 